Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the podcast, the blogcast. This is episode 16, and uh, today I'm going to be reading to you a blog that I wrote in the spring um, after working in a classroom. Well, I was working in several classrooms, but there was one particular classroom that I was in, and I just realized that I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> so I will read to you the, the blog in a moment. Um, it is called Why I Shouldn't Work in Schools Anymore. <laughs> um, and I posted it recently on Facebook. I, I posted it on the blog uh, last week and posted it on Facebook a couple of days ago. And it's been surprisingly popular. It's been a post that's been kind of going around. I'm not quite sure what the source of it is. It's always mysterious. Like, what is it that A, makes a post popular, and B, what the mechanism is for getting multiple views on a thing? It's a, it's a little bit of a mystery to me. Um, but maybe it's the timing, you know, like a lot of people, well, everyone's just going back to school, for example. So a post about school makes some sense. Everybody's still, like, optimistic and idealistic at this moment. Um which maybe this post is not the nicest thing to do to. <laughs> but I think it's sparking anyway some, some interesting conversations, um, which is good. So here it is. Why I shouldn't work in schools anymore. I've written before about the changing landscape of teaching artistry. I've written about how arts education has changed in my years in the business. For the most part, I do most of my teaching outside of school environments these days, but every so often, I'm brought back into the arts and education world. What the re-encounter highlights for me is how at odds my goals are with the goals of a lot of arts education. At the heart of my goals for students sits a desire for them to make bold artistic choices and learn how to be good artists. This is not because I think they should become artists. I know what kind of life that is but because I think that thinking like an artist can lead to a liberation of self. It can allow students to begin to question their assumptions and interrogate the givens. This is all well and good on paper for most schools, but I value the trouble that art stirs up. Good art is disruptive and shakes up the status quo. This is rarely in line with the goals of a school, as most schools seek to enforce and create a status quo. I have a revolutionary's heart, I've discovered, and I like for students to get so involved in art making that they become willing to challenge the status quo. I like it when the art becomes theirs. My favorite moment of my early teaching career was when I noticed a student missing from our fifth grade Midsummer Night's Dream class. I was told that he'd gotten in trouble in the cafeteria by quoting Shakespeare. I'm still delighted to think about a small fifth grade kid standing up at his cafeteria table and proclaiming loudly with gestures, enough, hold, or cut bowstrings." strings. I don't remember much else about that residency, but I cherish the way Shakespeare and I got this kid into trouble. I used to feel guilty about it, but not anymore. Art, when it's good, can get you into trouble. The more art becomes education, the more it becomes a rubric and a set of skills to learn, the less likely it is to get you into trouble. 
And this is why working in education isn't really my bag anymore. Bring me in to teach your students, and I will encourage them to be bold, to take risks, to be silly, to be loud, to look for mischief, for the game, for the spirit. I trained in clown. I'm inclined to make a mess. That's probably why you don't bring a clown into your classroom. If you want order and quiet, I would suggest an educator instead of an artist. I fall firmly on the side of art and will always privilege the artistic choice over the orderly choice. Arts and education these days seems to always privilege the orderly one. I want the work that young people create to be controversial, to be disruptive, to be volatile. In the past, I did a complicated balancing act of trying to keep things status quo for teachers and administrators and arts organizations, education departments, while still honoring my revolutionary impulse. But I think somewhere along the way, I lost the ability to compromise this way and can only express delight at the irreverence, at the art that might accidentally pry its way into a classroom and cause all kinds of trouble. So that is my troublemaking blog. Hopefully it's making trouble in the best way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, it's funny. I haven't had a lot of comp comments on it aside from, hey, no, schools need you. You should still work in them because uh, please, we need kids need you. And uh, like, that's that's true. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's a that's a that's a tough road to hoe, I have to say. And I and I. I guess I really should say, like, I think, you know, this is true, probably not just the arts as well, that, that there are quite a few educators who are just as interested in, in challenging the status quo and for whom this kind of dance between order and chaos is, is probably just as salient. Um, but, you know, it's like I've been in over, I would say probably over 300 schools over the course of my arts and education career and, and you know, there are those really amazing schools where teachers are teaching students how to question and the administration supports that idea and, is, and totally understands that learning is happening when there's lots of noise. Um, but those are actually really few and far between in my experience. Um, I'd say like 98% of the schools are interested in, in people shutting up and sitting down and 2% have, have got it going on. And those places are really inspiring and, uh, and it's always amazing to, to see that in action. Um, and I have met some extraordinary, extraordinary educators over the years. So yeah, that's, that's the, the sort of counterpoint to the like, ah, I'm done with this teaching business. Um, yeah, but there are teachers who are really extraordinary and schools that are extraordinary. Of course. I mean, it's extraordinary to just hang out in a school and be there for as long as, as many, many teachers are. Um, but I also think it is important to recognize the difference between being an artist and being a teacher. And uh, I feel like arts and education sometimes really gets those two things confused and thinks that you can, you can do, it's the same thing that somehow, you know, Teaching art is actually not teaching somehow, or that artistry is is somehow 
I don't know, that, that art is orderly. There is a conception that art is orderly that I think is, is um, not useful to art. <laughs> so yeah, it's an interesting question. I feel like a, a friend of mine who lives in Switzerland, I think, he said they don't have any arts education at all. And in a way that's better. It's kind of a curious that in having art outside of school, you, you maintain its kind of Dionysian quality that, that kind of, it, it has kind of more guts, um, which I'm interested in. I'm very interested in that. So anyway, that's the story of the teaching and the thinking about teaching and arts teaching and all of that stuff. It's a, it's a complicated idea, but this is a, a thought about it. <laughs> uh, so to that end, um, I will play a bit of a song here for you. I was trying to look for a song that was maybe like about teaching or about learning or about Art, I mean, they're all about art, fundamentally. Uh, but, but I actually don't have a lot of songs, or any songs, uh, that, are, that are sort of directly addressing this particular um, idea. Maybe now that I'm through working in schools, I'll actually come up with one. <laughs> um, meanwhile, though, I will tack on to the end of this here um, something messy, because this is about making a mess and, and disorder and madness. So what I'm going to tack on here is a, a little bit of craziness that uh, my band and I improvised many years ago. You'll hear that it's, a, it's not something, it's, it's, it's a mess, it's what it is, it's a total mess, but we had a good time. Um, and that mess led to much more organized and interesting things. So I give to you um, a song that we called Motherfucker Pulled Out a Tuba, which is based on an experience that we had where we, we met a guy uh, who responded to seeing our band uh, this way. Thank <laughs> you.